Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And thanks to the help we get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll keep it running for you. If you have a... uh, Car care question for Dan Burns. Uh, this is your chance to ask it either by phone or by text. Same number applies for either a phone call or a text message for Dan. 651-989-9226. Good Saturday morning to you, Dan. Nice to uh, meet with you again after a couple of weeks or so. Yeah, I was just thinking I haven't seen your pretty face in a long, long time. Oh, it's it's gotten just prettier, Dan. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I bet you no. have a face for radio, right? That's, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. I don't know. Well, uh, you probably have you been outside yet this morning? I have been outside yet this morning, and it's a little it's a little soupy, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. I checked it out about oh maybe a half hour or so ago. Yes, it's very very thick out there. Uh, I had a, a question. I don't have it in front of me now, but after the last week's show, uh, a texter wanted to know, how do these older cars, I imagine they mean collector-type cars way back when, <laughs> that that use leaded gasoline, how do, how do they keep running on today's fuel? That was the question. Well, there's a, first of all, there's, uh, if you do a restoration on your vehicle, and you have the engine rebuilt, the new valves that they put in will be tolerant of the lead-free gas. They'll, in other words, they'll be built for that. Oh. And if you, do, if you do not, if you have not had your engine rebuilt and it still runs on the old leaded fuel, there's a lead additive that you can buy at a parts store and add that to your gas, and then you're back on, the, on a leaded, uh, with the leaded gas. So, do you see many on, of those, Dan? Uh, what's that? Uh, do you see many of those at uh, at Lloyd's? We do. Yeah, we see them from time to time. We don't advertise it, and <clears throat> I don't encourage it because uh, typically they, you know, take up time, and you ha- they sit around, and you have to be really careful with them, and and you know, oftentimes parts have to be ordered, so they sit here for a while, and I, you know, we just aren't really into that business, but we we get quite a few of them, even so from uh, regular customers and so forth that uh, that we, we, we that we work on in fact uh, just this week we had a 1975 international scout that we were working on so uh, <laughs> you know we we see them and, and we know how to do it <laughs> uh, luckily I'm old enough to have been alive when most of these cars were new so I, I uh, I've grown up with them so I'm, I'm familiar with them and, and we're, we're good with them uh, if you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. 
Dan Burns is an ASC certified technician at the Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We've been uh, talking with Dan here on CCO Radio for, we figure, about 25 years or so. Uh, and, but uh, also uh, keep in mind, Dan will be with us till just about 745. So don't wait if you do have any kind of a uh, car care kind of question. Call it in or text it in. And we don't want to have the chance to, uh, we want to have the chance to help you out here before we run out of time. 651-989-9226. i tell you what, let's do this. Let's go to the phones. I think Jim is calling in from Hastings this morning. Jim, what is your question for Dan? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking the call. I've got a 2012 Buick LaCrosse with a six-cylinder with 77,000 miles on it. It's always run perfect. About a month ago on an extremely hot day, the engine light came on. Uh, I drove it home some distance, and it worked perfectly. Couldn't get it in until the following weekend uh, or the following week to have it looked at and put on the test machines. The test machines ran. They couldn't find an identifiable thing to fix to turn out the light. So I says, just turn out the light. The light came back on the next day. I run it for the last month. It runs perfect. Uh, I hate to spend a lot of money <laughs> to have an engine light fixed if there's nothing else wrong. Uh, what's your suggestion? Well, the, the engine light that's coming on comes with a diagnostic code, and I, w- I would need to know what that diagnostic code is to give you some direction. But at any rate, if uh, if you had the light shut off and it came back on, then there's still something that the car's not happy with. With that engine light coming on, there's probably a hundred different things that uh, could be related to the engine light. Uh, you know, any sort of engine running problems that that you wouldn't feel, but that that are there, that are real uh, emissions and evaporative problems, uh, even things like transmission problems. All of those sorts of things. Uh, can turn the check engine light on to warn you that you need to bring it in and and have it checked. And uh, if the shop that you took it to isn't familiar with the, with the code that they pulled out of the, of the uh, computer, then I think maybe you should, you should uh, give somebody else a shot at it because uh, if the light came back on for sure, there's something going on uh, that needs attention and uh, it should be fixed. Uh, The trouble with driving and just ignoring the check engine light, if something more serious happens, uh, you won't be familiar, you won't be aware of that because the because uh, the light's already on and it has no way of warning you you know bigger than what's going on. So I think that it's important that you have whatever is wrong taken care of. And and if your shop's having trouble, uh, there's a whole bunch of shops around that'll be able to help you with that. Very good. All right, Jim, thank you. Uh, Dan, we need to take a quick break here, but if uh, you are uh, having any issues with your uh, personal vehicle, call in your question for Dan or send a text, 651-989-9226. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Car Care Show here on News Talk A3OWCCO. Denny Long here. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive is with us. And, Dan, before we get back to the phones and text messages, we have a bunch of both. Uh, where's Lloyd's Automotive located? Well, I know where, but you tell us. <laughs> you should come over, Denny. I haven't seen you for a while. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria in in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call. We'll be there as soon as this morning at 651 228 
1316. Excellent. We'll get that number for folks before you leave us today. Dan will be with us till about 745, so don't wait if you have a uh, car care kind of a question. Send a text or uh, call us. Speaking of phones, Dan, let's uh, go back to them. Pete, I think, is first up here calling from Minneapolis. Pete, you're on with Dan. Hey, morning, guys. Um, So I've got a 2001 Buick Park Avenue. It's got 146,000. I've talked to about four different mechanics, and they all say the same thing. That's the best engine GM's ever built. Hang on to it as long as you can. problem is it's starting to uh, show some rust on the doors. So and underneath, et cetera. So I'm wondering, do you think it's worth it to invest in, you know, body shop work to have the rust removed or is the car just too old? Well, uh, you know, it depends on uh, on how you how much you love the car. The bad news is the rust is coming from the inside. So there's no repair. Uh, there's nothing you can do from the outside other than, you know, take take the rust off and put some paint on it but in in by doing that you're not doing anything to stop the rust the rust is conti- going to continue to come through so the real repair if you wanted to really get rid of the rust would be to put some new doors on it uh if it's only at the doors and bad bad news about that is it's it's uh, that's pretty expensive so um i guess if if you want to clean it up a little bit and make it look a little better for a few years, you can go ahead and do that. But just know that, and, and first of all, you're going to have to talk a body shop into being willing to do that because they don't like to do it because they know it's not going to last. But uh, but with that being said, it, it can clean it up and make it look a little bit better for a few years if that's what you want to do. So, you know, you'd have to decide the value to you as far as to the, the value to the car, I, you know, I don't think it's going to offer much for that. So if it makes you feel better and and, uh, and makes you more comfortable driving it, then then you should do it. Go ahead and do it. Very good. Thank you, Pete. Uh, Tom is next up here on the phone, uh, t- calling in from Anoka, I believe. Tom, you're on CCO with Dan Burns. Good morning. Morning. Hello? Go ahead, Tom. Okay, my daughter recently brought her car into a major dealer and they wouldn't touch her car until they did a diagnostic test on it at, at the cost of $139. Is that average or standard, or is that excessive? Well, it's plenty. Uh, probably pretty common. It sounds like what they're, rec- or what they're offering is, you know, they want to do more of diagnostics on it. And if you come in with a, with a problem or a complaint, you know, they have to hook it up to their equipment and they have to spend some time on it before they can give you any sort of direction as as far as as what it needs and uh, and what they're going to do about it. So uh, it does not surprise me that they have a minimum standard price that they charge. That feels like it's plenty to me, but, uh, you know, if you don't like it, uh, I think if you shop around, you can probably find a better price, uh, you know, for, for an initial diagnostics. But, you know, <laughs> every shop is different, and it's funny, uh, you know, with if they truly do do a, di- you know, the, the general diagnostic on it and spend a full hour on it for $139, that's probably pretty fair. Uh, if If they don't get that far, if they are just kind of, scanning it and checking the codes for $139, and that, that's 
uh, seems excessive. So it just depends what you get for the money. And I think that if you ask them what you're getting for that money, they'll make it clear. And uh, then you can decide if it's a good value or not. Okay. A texter says this, Dan says, Hi, Dan. A friend's Pontiac uh, Sunfire has a good charge in the battery, however, does not turn over when trying to start. All we hear, they say, is a loud clicking behind the glove box. Uh, What do you think about that issue? Well, I don't know what would be behind the glove box. There there could be a starter reel relay back there, but that would be a little bit unusual for, for it to be in that place. But it could be. And the clicking that you're hearing uh, when you're trying to turn the car over might have nothing to do with the starter also. You know, there's uh, relays and and uh, and uh, HVAC components back behind the glove box that, that when you're putting the ignition into the start position, uh, maybe those relays or, or motors are are moving or turning off or whatever. And that's what you're really hearing. And it doesn't really have anything to do with the car starting. So with that being said, the diagnostic portion of why your car is not starting would be to go to the starter. And when you're trying to start it to see if the starter is getting power, you know, if it's getting a good 12 volt power when you're trying to crank it over and if it has a good ground, then Uh, I would say the starter motor has failed and will need to be replaced. So the answer is you'll have to do a little bit of diagnostic on that or have somebody do a little bit of diagnostic on it. It's easy and and relatively inexpensive to have that done. But, uh, you know, starter motors are a moving component. They're a wear component, and we replace, we put a starter motor in at least every day. And uh, so it's a very, very common failure, uh, especially in hot weather. So that would, uh, the formula is right for your starter motor to have failed. I should say. Yeah. Speaking of hot weather, we'll check on that forecast coming up. Uh, Dan's going to be with us for about another 15 minutes. So if you have a car care question, now we have text messages as well. And Ron is uh, next up on the phone. So don't go away. We have more uh, car talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's uh, Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul answering your questions. And I know we've got a bunch of text messages we want to field, too. But first, let's uh, uh, grab a call from Ron, who's calling, I think, from uh, Prior Lake. He's been waiting. Thank you, Ron. What's your question? Hi, Dan. Say I have a 2001 Toyota Sienna, and I noticed a noise coming from the driver's uh, side uh, in the left and it uh, makes kind of a clicking noise when I was driving. So I took a, I took a look underneath it and uh, noticed on the rack and pinion on the bellows on the left side that uh, that had leaked completely out of grease. And I was wondering if that could cause the, the erratic clicking noise that uh, I have when I turn the wheel slightly to the left. And if I could get by with just replacing the bellows or if the complete rack and pinion needs to be replaced, and would that even resolve this clicking noise or could that, could that be something else above and beyond it? It doesn't show any other symptoms. The power steering fluid level is fine. And I just want to know how deep I have to get into this. Yeah. Well, as far as the power steering rack, if the, if the, on the power steering rack, there's an inner 
um, tie rod end, and and then on the outside there's an outer tie rod end, and you'd have to see if those are loose. If those are loose, yes, they certainly could cause a noise, um, although that would be a bit unusual. If it's a rhythmic noise that you're hearing when you're turning, most commonly that would be coming from the drive axle as far as clicking noises uh, when turning. And, uh, you know, they have a rubber boot around them, too. Um, and uh, both on the inner joint and the outer joint. And if what you're talking about is a boot that has, has torn and grease has come out of, I wonder if you're looking at the drive axle and not, and you're, and not the, the power steering uh, rack because the power steering rack actually would leak power steering fluid if something was leaking out of it. So I think maybe what you're describing is a drive axle. And uh, if that's the case, if that's what the noise is, then that drive axle would be replaced and uh, you probably want to get some help with that because that's probably a pretty big job to take care of that. Okay. There's a question we've never had before, I don't think. A texter says, when's a good time to buy new tires? Uh, is it is there a better season to get a better deal? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that's probably the case. Best time to buy tires is when I tell you that you need them. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's the best time to buy <laughs> tires. And, you know... Uh, People think one one of the things that people are a little confused by is they think that they don't need good tires in the summertime, that you only need good tires in the wintertime. And that's for sure not true because, Danny, as you know, uh, when you're going down a highway in a, in a significant rain, the water on the road actually gets pretty deep. And uh, even on a flat road. You know, it doesn't. You don't know that it's pretty deep because it is, it doesn't show it, but it does get pretty deep. And if your tires are worn out, your car will actually start to hydroplane up on top of that water, and you lose control of the vehicle. So, good tires in the summertime are a big deal too. As far as when the best price is, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that prices vary all that much seasonally. So, uh, I think that when you are due for tires. When it's time to buy tires and when you can afford them, I think is probably the best time to buy tires. Dan, we're down to less than two minutes, uh, and I'll, I'm going to save some of these text messages. We'll start the show next week with them. But here's one before you uh, we take leave here. Uh, is it possible, Texter says, to repair a faulty gas gauge on my 2004 Chevy Trailblazer? Oh, faulty for sure that's possible. Gauge. We do that all the time. The sending unit. The float and all of that for the gas gauge is in the gas tank. And if that has failed, then that unit would be replaced. If the trouble is in the instrument cluster itself, you know, where the actual gauge is, uh, that can also be repaired or replaced. And if it's in the wiring in between, uh, that for sure can be replaced too. So you just need to bring it in and have some diagnostics work done on that. And actually with our scan tools, we can operate all the gauges and stuff. So uh, it's not a uh, really big deal to have that diagnosed. So I guess that's what I'd recommend is start with that. And then they'll give you an estimate on what it would cost to uh, repair that gas gauge. But uh, we do those all the time. And let's, as you head out of here, Dan, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria. 
You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call this morning. Uh, Jim will be there shortly at 651-228-1316. Excellent. Uh, Dan, let's do this again next week. What do you say? That sounds good. We'll be here. All right. Stay cool. Have a good week. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.